2: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G., your gracious and humble host. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you are enjoying the Lockdown Thunder podcast with someone you love. And if you're keeping this all to yourself, then just remember I love you for listening. And that love will never go away. As long as you listen to this podcast, I will always have a great affinity for you. So, with that in mind, here's what's coming up on today's show we'll hear from Billy Donovan about new guys coming in, about guys coming off the bench. We'll talk about what the Thunder need to do tonight. While playing New Orleans, there's some certain pitfalls that the Thunder need to avoid. We'll discuss that. We'll also tell you what the status is of Jeremy Schroeder and well, Jeremy Schroeder. How about Dennis Schroeder and Jeremy Grant? Jeremy Schroeder, I don't know. I know, but uh, hey, but we'll we'll let you know what's going on with Jeremy Grant and Dennis Schroeder uh, coming up in that first segment. In segment number two, if you missed what Russell Westbrook had to say. Not only did it go viral, but it was the talk of Sports Center, of Get Up, of all the NBA shows today, and Jalen Rose even made a comparison between Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And we'll talk about the way Russell Westbrook handles things as opposed to the way that KD has things, and I'll tell you which, which way I would go, which guy I am more like. And then finally, we'll wrap things up today, and I'll tell you why I think Elton Brand did his player and his team a disservice by not allowing Ben Simmons to talk to Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson apparently did not tamper, the Lakers did not tamper with Ben Simmons, but I think this is one place where it would have been okay to allow your player to talk, talk to Magic. And what does that say about the Lakers? That Elton Brand would not allow one of his up-and-comers to talk to a Hall of Famer. There's something to discuss there. My name's Eric G. If you don't know who I am, I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. And if you like what you hear, and man, I hope you do, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes, or you can also subscribe at LockedOnThunder.com. You can ask Alexa or your Google smart speaker. To play this, and um, just to give you a little bit of my background, credential member of the media, cover the Thunder for five and a half years. Been very lucky to do so, and have loved every minute of it. And I bleed blue and orange, probably just as much as you bleed blue and orange, or is it sunset? Well, either way, I think we're good. So the Thunder finish up uh, essentially the Thunder finish up the first half of the season tonight, or they go into the All Star break tonight. And yesterday, I likened this to kids getting ready for spring break. That was the mentality in the locker room after the Portland win. It was very jovial. It was a lot more alive. And you got the feeling that there was just this sense of overall relief that that game was over. And when you didn't have Jeremy Grant, you didn't have Dennis Schroeder, who neither one will be with the Thunder tonight, that you went out and you got to win. Plus, Russ with the triple-double, PG with the triple-double, just all was was well in the Thunder locker room. But I thought in that game, third quarter, the Thunder got into a lull and had some lapses. And and we've seen them do this in every single game this year, and they're not the only NBA team that does it. If you watch a lot of NBA games, you're going to see those lulls and those lapses, both offensively and defensively, from every team in the league where the team that they are playing will gain hope. There's an ebb and flow to an NBA game where you get hope that can get taken away from you or if you're trailing, you build momentum and you're able to take over. And that especially works for a team like the Thunder. Witness the 26-point deficit they came back on against the Houston Rockets. But tonight, you've got to avoid those lulls. At all costs, you have got to make sure that New Orleans never has hope. Because you've got a team, if the Thunder are suffering from short-timers disease, then the Pelicans have been ready to quit for quite some time. You've got Anthony Davis accusing his teammates of not playing hard, saying they didn't want to be there. The teammates have to be looking at him saying, well, your agent and the Lakers tried to orchestrate a trade to get you out of here. So if you're not real interested in being here and you're our best player and the guy that we count on, then why should we be here? And the Pelicans, man, you talk about a team that needs to go on retreat. The All-Star break could not be coming at a better time for New Orleans than what it is now. These guys have got to get together. They have got to go find a therapist or get a hug or a role model or something and just spend some time together to work out all their issues. Or this is going to be a disastrous second half of the season. If it, if it isn't already that way. The damage may be done so bad that it's irreparable. But the Thunder, thank God, are not in that position. But they need to go into the all-star break. Hitting on all eight cylinders. And tonight, defensively, kick up the intensity a notch. Make sure offensively. The shot selection is good. When you have those cold spells, limit the time that you're having them. If it's normally six minutes, cut it down to three. Just, I mean, it's very simple stuff, but it's better to go into the All-Star break feeling really good about where you are as a team than come back with questions. Now, that being said, we've seen the Thunder come out of All-Star break in their history and look like they've gotten hit by a, a two-ton sack of bricks by the team that they're playing right out of the gate. Don't want to see that happen either, but I think it's just very important that tonight you've got New Orleans flat on their backs about midway through the third quarter, and the last thing you want are the last eight to six minutes of this game where you've got to worry about guys like Russell Westbrook and Paul George being on the floor to bail you out. That you don't want to see. Want to see Scotty Hobson tonight. Want to see Richard Solomon. Even if they're not necessarily nba ready because of their time with the blues with the blue i at least want to see guys getting some rest tonight that that is my whole goal for this game here is billy donovan after the win over portland talking about guys coming off the bench new guys chemistry and that whole situation
1: well you know i think uh you know anytime you have uh new players coming into a team your team changes or the structure your team changes. The most important thing to me on, a, on, on any team to have a high level of success is you have to have you know a, a love for each other, a care for each other, um, a connection, a chemistry, a willingness to work, sacrifice, all those things. And these guys have been great with that. They've got a really, really good bond. Um, I think the locker room is great. I think Russell being here longer than anybody has been the catalyst to that you know along with Steven who's been here for a while and then you know Andre even though he's not playing and then I think the other part of it is you know Paul's a lot more comfortable just going through it for a year. So those guys have done an, an incredible job you know building a bond and a relationship and a chemistry with one another um, and I think that's what enables you you know when you go through adversity and difficult and challenging situations you know you're to want to play for the guy next to you. I mean that's really what it comes down to. I think any great team there's a, there's a great love and care for the guy standing there next to you. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to sometimes create that chemistry. Um, I think Russell really works hard at it. From a leadership standpoint, I would say that that's something he's does a great job at that people don't see. Um, Paul is a great teammate. Um, you know, even being down 22 or 26 against Houston, Russell's encouraging. Um, you know, Paul, same thing. You know, Steven. Uh, same thing, you know, the guys that are veteran guys that have been here are, are really, really good team guys. And uh, I think you have to have that if you want to be any good. If you don't have that, it's really, really hard to win. I think at, at any level.
3: Coach,
0: A lot of that had to do with just Paul George and Russell Westbrook and them sitting the tone as guys in the locker room and how them sitting the tone has permeated throughout the Thunder organization and how guys feed off them, which is very true. But also, I you've got to have guys like Steven kind of pick it up and take it from there. And make sure that on days that if, if Paul is gone or Russ is gone, they're doing a lot of those same things that Paul and Russ would be doing and that it's just not those two. That when they leave the locker room or they're not at practice or they're out for a particular game that that chemistry stays intact. That's why Dennis Schroeder is so important, coming off the bench. That's why Dennis Schroeder was so important when Russell Westbrook was gone. He was able to make sure that that chemistry stayed. Guys like Raymond Felton, who will come off the bench at a moment's notice after not playing for a month and a half, all that is essential to this team getting past the first round of the playoffs. And The other thing that I was thinking about, you've got Richard Solomon and Scotty Hobson coming in tonight, How easy is it going to be for Russ and PG to make those guys feel welcome? But at the same time, they've got to know that they're on a short leash. And they've got to produce. And there is going to be pressure. I mean, that's a really interesting situation to be in if you're them. Because you want to play in the NBA. You want to prove that you're a guy that deserves to be on something more than a 10-day contract. But the second you show that you can't hack it, you're gone and you're working with two of the most intense competitors in the whole uh, whole association of Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, he went viral yesterday. If you missed it, we'll play it again, and we'll talk about the comparison between KD and Russ on how to handle criticism.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
0: This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can always subscribe to the Locked On Thunder Podcast just by going to Apple iTunes and clicking the subscribe button. Rate us five stars if you think we're worth it. And you can also subscribe by going to LockedOnPodcast.com. Listen in your car. We've got the smart speaker. Google and Alexa will both play this podcast And locked on sooners. And don't forget, there's a survey going on at lockedonpodcast.com. And you can tell us exactly what you think of this podcast or any of the other podcasts that happen to be in the locked on podcast network. Coming up tomorrow on the show, I'm going to go ahead and preview this. Um, We're going to talk, or we're going to cut up some of the audio from Russell Westbrook's appearance on Coldest Balls with Kevin Hart. I did this with Baker Mayfield last week because he was on it, and I played it on the Locked On Sooners podcast, and as I did it and went back and listened to it, I realized that it plays out much better as a visual than it does something that's audio, so I've got to do some great editing to this, but if you want a preview of it, just go to YouTube, search Cold As Balls, Russell Westbrook, and see it. It is fantastic. Funny, it's it's laugh out loud funny, and it's about 13 minutes long, but definitely worth it. Kevin uh, Kevin Hart and uh, Russell Westbrook are, are are fantastic together. And speaking of Russ, um, this went viral yesterday.
1: You know, with your game this year, there's so much talk about the shooting,
3: but then the other things you do to make up for all that sort of stuff. There's so much conversation about it. Do you totally disengage from that stuff? Do you hear what people say? Um. I've been disengaging that conversation since I uh, uh, started playing basketball when I was eight. Is that hard been, to do? Nah, I've been blessed with the time to not to give a fuck. So, when I don't, regardless of what happens, it doesn't change where I live. It doesn't change what I think. It doesn't change anything. I have an unbelievable family, great friends, unbelievable life unbelievable job, make a lot of money in my job, extremely blessed, thankful, humble, Uh, has been in trouble, don't cause no problems, Um, I'm perfectly fine, (laughs) I'm living the best life I can't complain one bit, so uh, he say, she say, what somebody say about me, what they say about shooting, passing, dribbling, Uh, I don't really care, every year, something, they gotta make up something about me, which is fine. It's good. Uh, one thing I always know is if they're not talking about you, then you're not doing something right. So, do you think that ability not to care about it? First of all, I Russ is
0: is lying there a bit because Russ does care. Um, he may not care necessarily about what Colin Cowherd has to say, or what I have to say, or or anybody else that that that's a member of the media. I mean, that that may not not affect him at all but i would think if the criticism is coming from somebody like yeah you know, because we've talked about him a lot say magic johnson or it was coming from alan iverson or it was coming from lebron james or one of his teammates russell westbrook's gonna take that to heart Ru- russell westbrook or coaches if it was coming from billy donovan if it was coming from sam presti scott brooks those types of people Russell Westbrook would definitely take that into consideration and I also know that Russell Westbrook's smart enough to know that a lot of the people criticizing him even if you're doing it because let's just say you're 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 hosting a podcast or you're on your show you're not slamming Russ just particularly to slam him, normally you're slamming him or if you're ripping him or criticizing him, you're doing it thinking maybe he will change whatever habit is that that, that drives you crazy. It, it, to some extent, it's a futile effort with Russ because Russ does have that Kobe Bryant gene where if you say he can't do something, then he'll run right out that very next night and do what you say he can't do just to prove you wrong. And that shows that Russell Westbrook does, in fact, care what people say. He's able to put up a shield. He is able to not let it affect him the way that it does Kevin Durant. And Jalen Rose was talking about this today. And I'll admit, I'm a lot more like Durant than I am Russ. Now, I've never created any burder counts on Twitter, but I can think of times where it'd be like, man, I wish my friends would... Come to my defense on Twitter. I wish my friends would defend me when I'm getting ripped for things that I'm saying. Um, yeah, that, that I would love. And a lot of that stuff, like I've got, I'm a little bit like Kevin in the thin skin category when somebody criticizes me for doing something that I don't think is that big a deal and then they're just, you know, blasting me or my family or whoever for it. Yeah, that, that, that does tend to upset me. And I think it upsets Russ too, but Russ is able to hes able to defend it a little bit better than, than what Kevin Durant is. I, at least in public, he's able to try and make you think he really does not care about what this particular person has to say. That's just not even on his mind. Say what you want because boom, here it is. But I think deep down, it, it burns him. And you see it in his action when he goes out and plays on the court. And Russ internalizes a lot of things. There's a lot that Russ internalizes. I don't think Russ, truthfully, has ever gotten over not being more highly recruited than what he was coming out of high school, not being thought of when he was in high school as one of the best players in the country. I think Russ internalizes all that and when he goes out on the floor, he plays and gets all that anger out. I mean, the dude plays angry. Ain't nobody plays the game angrier than Russell Westbrook. Where Kevin Durant, I think, and I think this part of it is with Russ, is that's what motivates him. What motivates Russ is to prove people wrong. Kevin Durant, I don't know that it's necessarily that he wants to prove people right when they say he's a great player or wants to prove them wrong when he says they're a bad player. But I do think he's the type of guy that has to go out on the floor with just being completely and totally relaxed, knowing that everybody believes in him and knowing that he can just do what he wants to do and there's not going to be any backlash. That is the difference between the two. If any of that makes any sense whatsoever. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next here on Locked on Thunder, we will close things out today. And I'll tell you why I think Elton Brand made a huge mistake by not allowing not allowing Ben Simmons to talk to Magic Johnson.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama.
0: You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. We have an episode of Locked On Sooners available as well. Both can be found at LockedOnPodcast.com. And we'd ask that you subscribe and listen in your t- in your car on Apple iTunes. You can subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com. And if you're at home and you're listening, then Alexa is probably the best way to do it or your Google smart speaker. And who knows, maybe your sweetheart got you one of those for Valentine's Day. And if they did, then that's a really cool sweetheart. You should probably thank them. Think him a lot. Sometimes a dozen roses just isn't enough. Sometimes two dozen isn't enough. You need to go out and, and get the jewelry. That's Eric G, spokesperson for for jewelry. All jewelry. I think it makes everything better uh, with women. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, things need to get better between Ben Simmons and Elton Brand. Um, if, you, if you haven't heard this story, Elton Brand, in my opinion, made a colossal mistake by refusing to allow Magic Johnson to talk to Ben Simmons. Uh, the way the story goes, the NBA did investigate to see if the Lakers were in fact tampering again. Oh I my mean, gosh, the Lakers tampering. Um, but Ben Simmons wanted to talk to Hall of Famers in the offseason. And I guess he reached out to the Lakers and the Lakers in turn, because of NBA rules, had to reach back out to the 76ers. And uh, Rob Polinka wrote, Elton Brand a note and said, "Hey, Ben Simmons wants to talk to Magic Johnson due to NBA rules, we can't do this unless you allow us permission and you need to give us that permission in writing." And Elton Brand refused to do so, which is it is understandable. <laughs> I mean because I mean, seriously, the Lakers are that the, the Lakers are that guy you don't want your girl talking to right now. You, you just no. It's like oh, that guy wants to go have lunch. No, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. You cannot go out with Brad Pitt. Here, just just go over here. Go have lunch with Danny DeVito, but you can't have lunch with Brad Pitt. That's that's who the Lakers are. Everybody is living in fear with the Lakers, so it's understandable why Elton Brand would would give them the middle finger and not allow it to happen. Still, one you've got to show some trust in your guy. That if Magic Johnson starts wooing him, he brings up the fact that he's under contract. I mean, that that's your wedding ring right there, under contract, dude. Not, you know, it, it, it can't happen. Um, now, granted, the Lakers did just try and orchestrate a trade, so that's, <laughs> so that's what they are. Now, now I think about it, this is the ver- this is the perfect Valentine's topic to get into. Um, but you have to show some trust in your player and some belief in him. Two. If Ben Simmons' desire is to become a Hall of Famer and Magic Johnson is a guy that he looks up to, there's nothing wrong with him talking to Magic Johnson. And if for some reason he decides that he wants to be a Laker when that contract is up, it is in your best interest and really it's up to you. The ball is kind of in your court on this to make sure that the 76ers are the place that he's going to stay. You've got to go out and, and do it some yourself. I, I didn't like the move by Elton Brand. I under It's one of those things. I understand it. I totally get it, considering who the organization is. But it's not. I would have. I would have said, look, yeah, you can talk to Magic. You're not playing for him. You remember you're under contract to us, and don't think I'm going to trade you to LA. And if you try and pull some crap like somebody else, like Paul George did or Paul George's agent just know that that's not going to fly around here and I'll make sure I I ship your ass to Sacramento before or Phoenix before you're before you can say uh 76ers. That that's what that's how I would handle it if I was Elton Brand. Real quick, congratulations to Ennis Canter on him getting his uh signing or him getting cut by the Knicks. Yee, Knicks <laughs> Knicks still winless in their last 17 games, but congratulations to Ennis on on um, going to Portland Um, it sucks that he's going to Portland man they're a pain in the ass but I'm happy for Ennis Canner. glad he's in the league and yes I still hold that hope that someday he comes back here to Oklahoma City that wraps things up for us today we'll be back with a weekend edition and just a note I think we're going to take a couple of days off next week uh, during the all-star break I've got some stuff I need to work on um, but there might be like one day, maybe two, but we'll definitely be back when the Thunder get underway. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder up.
2: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members.